What's going on, investing families? To the Stock Market Tour Guide podcast, where I help you navigate the uncertain world that is the stock market. I'm your host, Stock Market Jay, and I'm here to save the day, bringing you the news you can use, the regular fundamental analysis, helpful insights, tools, and strategies. All right, guys, so as we get started with each and every episode, as a disclaimer, this is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. I am, however, an expert, fundamental investor, right? I've found my niche in uh, fundamental analysis and doing the fundamental research, and that has kind of propelled me to be able to, I'm going to say, take the next steps in my investing journey of being able to pick wonderful businesses at a great value, right? So as a, a fundamental investor, as a value investor, I'm able to find wonderful value in businesses by undervalued companies that by companies that are cheap to own and be able to find uh, uh, wonderful businesses that I'm willing to partner and align myself with uh, by owning that business and and also buying it at an attractive price, right? So that's the name of the game. It's my job as the as you guys as tour guide, that's why it's the stock market tour guide podcast. It's my it's my job to allow you guys to leverage my expertise, allow you guys to leverage my wisdom and my experiences in the markets to be able to become better investors. And this is all typically a bunch of information that I wish that I had knew uh, back when I was starting my journey, but I'm here to pass it on to you guys. So just understand that any information that you do get on this podcast is for educational purposes only. It's an educational platform, and I just want to be able to equip all investors with the skills and tools needed to safely, intelligently, and practically invest in the stock market. That is my goal for you guys, okay? So without further ado, this today's episode is going to be on uh, why I'm changing my investing strategy. Um, not my strategy, but my investing approach, right, in terms of uh, deploying capital into, into the markets. Um, so I'm going to start, well, what I had been doing previously is going to be, you know, I'll put some money into the markets uh, every time I get paid, right? Uh, every opportunity I get, I'm just going to be a buyer of stock, right? Um, here lately, I've been an aggressive buyer, but I've been buying in more bulk, and I've been appreciating the results of it. Um so I haven't been I'm gonna say I haven't been dollar cost averaging, but I have been picking and choosing my spots and um I'ma say investing sparingly, right? Like I you know, got a everyday life to live, um you know, bills to pay, things to do, right? So it's not I'm not just sitting here investing uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars into the market at any one given time or tens of thousands of dollars at any one given time. You know, I work a regular job like everyone else. Uh, I just happen to pour a lot more of my capital into the markets than, you know, the average person possibly would. So that's not, I haven't been using a dollar cost averaging approach, but now it's about time for me to switch to uh, the Warren, what I like to call the Warren Buffett approach, where when he finds favorable uh, uh, you know, wonderful businesses that attract the prices. He, uh, he just, he, he does what you call, he loads the boat, right? He buys, uh, millions and billions and hundreds of millions worth of dollars of shares of these businesses. Um, and really like increase that ownership stake in these companies. And that's the direction I'm gonna, I'm, I have been going in more recently, right? 
Um, more recently, I've been, you know, just kind of letting that capital pile up on the sidelines or, you know, whether it's sitting in my brokerage or, you know, uh, uh, in the bank or whatever the case may be. And then when I see a buying opportunity, it's like, okay, now let's load the boat. So now instead of getting five shares here, three shares here, 10 shares there, it's like, okay, now let's get 20, 30, 40 shares of these wonderful businesses at one time. And that the thought behind this, the premise behind it came when I actually have a business uh, that I own, uh, Higher Right. They do the, the background checks and drug screenings and uh, all the other good jazz for companies and stuff like that, like when you get hired on or whatever the case may be. And I'm up like 63% on this business, right? Uh, but the return isn't as sexy i'm going to use that for lack of better words it's not as it's not as appealing to the eyes i would like because i'm up about i mean let's see i bought 15 shares of this business at around seven dollars and seven dollars of change now it's at 12 right and i've made about 70 80 dollars on on a 63 percent return but i thought about it like man because i was actually what i was doing is i was like spreading like a thousand dollars around in my portfolio, just spreading it around. And I thought about like, what if I, if I would have put that whole thousand into these shares right here, instead of being up, you know, uh, uh, seventy bucks, it would have been seven hundred bucks, right? And that's the beauty in having increased ownership in these businesses, right? The the more ownership you have in these businesses the more money you're going to make, albeit in uh, appreciation or in dividends, right? Uh, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a greater opportunity for loss as well because, you know, there's going to be an inverse to everything. The law of polarity states that it's going to be a left, a right, a up, a down for everything you do. But when you're investing in wonderful businesses and when you know when to invest, uh, the how it's going to make more sense, right? The how of loading the boat, right? Uh, the why of loading the boat is going to make more sense. It's going to make more sense for me to buy these wonderful businesses. Uh, my whole portfolio has been up as of late, of course, because of these rallies and stuff that's been going on. But I'm looking at the appreciation up 15%, up 12%, up 40%, up, you know, 8%, things of that nature. And... I'm seeing it. I'm like, man, if I would have loaded the boat on all of these plays, it would have been, like, fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't have owned as many companies as I would have owned, right, like, at this juncture right now, right? Like, I'm about 13 to 15 stocks in my uh, growth to growth in tech portfolio. I just started building it out in November. Pretty sizable return on it. That portfolio is up 12% in in three weeks it's up 12 percent over the month like the whole portfolio as a whole that's that's beautiful that's beautiful um so i wouldn't have been able to you know diversify as quickly as i had but the new approach i'm gonna take is okay let's buy let's start a position in uh in a business but we're gonna start it 
with a hefty, hefty position, right? We're gonna start in a hefty man. We're already gonna have the 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 companies on my watch list, right? You already got your watch list on, you know, ready to go, right? Like these are the businesses I wanna own. And the thing about it is you have to have a certain level of patience in these markets because especially with this volatility that we're experiencing, it's like you'll come across a business where it is at a fairly valued price or an undervalued price and then you know you get around to it a month later two months later and now it's way too inflated for you to buy and this is why i'm adjusting my 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 buying strategy right instead of putting uh you know 100 200 dollars 300 dollars into the market um every every week every two weeks have let's say a thousand two thousand three thousand on standby ready to deploy when you see those amazing buying opportunities so now you're buying in a more bulk uh you're averaging down in a more extreme fashion uh you're you're opening new positions with the you know the, the 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 mindset of okay when this thing does go off we go up which we know it will that appreciation will be it'll be beautiful right it'll be beautiful because imagine having the, the more ownership you have the more money you make that's what it boils down to you have one you have a share of company XYZ you own one share of it it costs five dollars for per share and then that stock ends up going to $6. Well, now you've made one buck. Now imagine if you had $100 of company X, Y, and Z. Now all of a sudden that $1 appreciation becomes a $100 appreciation of stock, right? And, and that's how it works. The same thing with dividends. You can have a dividend, a stock paying dividend, that is of let's say ten cent to um, you know for the each quarter, so it'll be like a forty cent dividend annually, each quarter that you get paid uh, ten cent. Elf Company ABC, and you only got one share, so you make ten cents a quarter on it, right? Uh, annualized at forty cent. Now imagine if you have a hundred shares of that. You know what I'm saying? So now it's what ten dollars a quarter you know that's gonna get annualized at 40 bucks instead of 40 cents see that the, the the math begins to change right the, the the appreciation changes the 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 dividend income changes um and and this is these are all things that we know but you have to have the patience to be able to practice it but you also have to know yourself as an investor and have an investing strategy too right like if your investing strategy is dollar cost averaging, by no means that you stop dollar cost averaging and looking to load the boat on certain companies or just in general, right? Stick to the script, continue dollar cost averaging. My thing is I was never really a dollar cost averaging type of person. Like I said, I just had money uh, ready on the sidelines and when I found amazing buying opportunities, whether it was to open a new position or average down and buy the dip on a, a current position, I would do it. 
But now since my portfolio has been kind of like ballooning and I'm preparing myself for the markets to turn. See, right now, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm building out this tech and growth portfolio. When the markets finally turn, because they will, when they finally flip, when, when you know, the, the, the sectors that are beat up finally begin to boom and explode, those are the positions I'm building out right now. So I want to get as many shares of those as possible. I want to load up, right? Because the goal is to have hundreds of shares of each business in the portfolio, hundreds and thousands of shares, right? Like I said, the, the more ownership you have, the more money you make. That's how it works, especially when you understand that you're investing into a wonderful business. You understand they have a solid, a, a, a amazing management team. You understand that they're growing uh, their revenue, their free cash flow, their net income, their earnings every single quarter, right? You understand the business model and where the business is going. You understand what they're doing to grow, right? You understand that they have uh, uh, significant amounts of capital on their balance sheet with no debt, little to no debt, right? You understand these things. I have a business in my portfolio right now. Um, they've been beating earnings and growing earnings like crazy, but the stock price, the stock has just been getting beat up. It's been getting beat. Uh, and that's fine by me because I love those type of businesses that have amazing earnings, amazing financials, and is a wonderful business, but the stock market just doesn't appreciate the stock for whatever case. And that's fine because oftentimes, as Warren Buffett says, a stock can become, uh, a stock's price can become detached from its business's fundamentals. I love it when that happens. That just means you have more of an opportunity to build a bigger position in a wonderful business because as I always say wonderful businesses equate to wonderful stocks if the business is growing the stock will grow it might not grow at the level that you want it to grow but that's why it's a long term game that's why the greatest returns are realized over the long term right and that's why you have to strap yourself in and be ready for the long haul stocks are going to go up they're going to go down they, they do that every single day they go up and down don't get me wrong, sometimes you'll find stocks that just seem like they just don't know how to go down, and that's cool. Hopefully you've um, found you a good position and got invested at the, you know, at the right time when it was on the ground level or at least undervalued, selling at a discount, and you can ride that wave up. You know, hopefully if you built a, a nice enough position to where you can really enjoy the fruits of your labor. And that's the name of the game. So yeah, I, I wanna. Um, I'm switching up my 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 investing approach. Uh, not my strategy so much. I have my strategy down pat. Uh, invest in businesses. I understand. Uh, invest for the future. Invest for what things or things to come. Um, my tech and my growth portfolio. My sustainable uh, investing portfolio, and my dividend uh, portfolio. So I definitely have a strategy in terms of that. And of course, I'm looking for value, right? That's my strategy as a value investor, right? Looking for growing companies, a wonderful businesses, selling at under, undervalued prices, right? Um, but the name of the game is understand who you are as an investor and stick to the script. And, and, and understand that your investing approach and strategies will change over time. At first, I didn't even touch growth for tech companies like last year or the year before. Now I see where the 
business of America is going, I see that tech is going to be the future and digging back into the history of the stock market, digging back into the history of business, I found out that you might want to be prepared for the future of what's to come in business and in the markets, right? If you can't, if you don't have the idea to be the creator of the future, then you invest in the people that do, right? Um, people made a bunch of money investing in the railroads when they were hot because that was the industrial age that we were in. We were in the industrial age and it was it was that was how things were transported that's how people were transported that's how goods and services were transported that's how the world got connected right and then you 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 move forward to you fast forward move forward to right now we're in the the information age we're in the age of the ai um this is the technological age right here so that means you want to make sure that you're positioning yourself for the, the new technologies that are going to be sustainable and they're going to have a big hand in ushering in a new generation, ushering in a new way of doing business, a new way of, you know, uh, how society is, is, is run and maintained, right? You want to be prepared for this. Electrical cars are the future. You want to be somewhere and send, position yourself in your portfolio for, for that in some way, form, or fashion. It can be the batteries. It can be the technology that goes into it. It can be the, the car manufacturers themselves. It can be the tires. Who cares? You just need to prepare yourself. Um, the automated uh, systems in restaurants that take your orders, that's going to be the future. You might want to prepare yourself. Um, automated assembly lines. Automated uh, trucking companies, like the autonomous trucking companies, I'm sorry. You might want to be prepared for what's to come. Tesla ushering in a new future, right? SpaceX, uh, Tesla with the self-driving cars. Uh, Meta, they changed, the, they changed the way that the world is connected, and now they're going to change the way that the world is connected with the metaverse as well. You might want to prepare and, and gear up for the future. Apple changed the way their phones are used. Amazon changed the way that e-commerce is done. You know, and if you would have invested in any of those companies at the ground level, guess what? That would have been a lucrative investment on your behalf. That's just being able to see into the future and what's to come and, and understanding and believing in the vision. But that's a whole different topic. So uh, that's why I'm changing my investing strategy. Um, I just really want to just maximize those gains, especially if you have the capital to be able to play that game. Like, have you have you ever noticed when you know people like Warren Buffett or these hedge fund managers and other people when they buy stocks, they don't buy a couple of hundred at a time. They buy hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars worth of stock at one time. That's where the money's made at, you know? That's, that's how you make the money. So that's how you play this game. So me, I'm going to transit. I'm in a, uh, a process of transitioning to that buying style. It, it takes a bit more patience to just be like, oh, so many deals out here. I'm going to, I, I want to buy up some stock. No, I, I need to wait. I need to be patient and I need to uh, let that capital 
keep piling up on the sideline so I can deploy it into the markets and it can go get me a massive return. Not a good return, not a decent return, not an average return, a massive return. That's the name of the game. And that's how you play this game. So until next time, family, I'm Stock Market Jay, and I'm here to say today, bring you the news you can really use. Peace.